and welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today I'm going to be discussing why narcissists can't apologize. Those who are in a relationship with a narcissistic abuser are well aware of how difficult it is to get their partner to apologize and how rare it is that they do so. There are several different reasons why narcissists cannot apologize. Firstly, Narcissists have little to no authentic sense of self. Because of this reason, they are unable to self-reflect and self-correct because there is no self to do this on. True apologizing means looking within and correcting a character defect in the self that led to the mistake made. This cannot be done when an individual has no authentic sense of self. Next. Narcissists, if they were to self-reflect after making a mistake, would be met with an insurmountable amount of shame. Apologizing, as mentioned, would force them to face this shame, something they are extremely resistant and defended against doing. Furthermore, apologizing takes empathy, something narcissistic abusers lack. When you do something that hurts another, it is natural to feel remorse, regret, or guilt for doing so, and therefore take steps to repair the relationship. Without empathy, there is no remorse, and therefore they do not care for the pain caused to others, and thus they don't see the point of an apology. Next, admission of wrongdoing is essentially saying, I was wrong. Narcissistic abusers cannot be wrong because being wrong to them means I am always wrong, and thus I am shameful at the core. Admitting guilt would trigger this shame within, and therefore doing so is out of the question. Apologizing for the narcissist creates an issue with regard to the deep need to always be right. Being right and always winning is an important part of the narcissistic defenses. Anything less than being the best means total shame, and so being number one is the goal at all costs. It's number one or nothing at all. Being wrong and admitting a wrongdoing means I am now in some way flawed and therefore I am not the best. I am therefore zero, something to be avoided entirely. Because narcissistic abusers see their victims as extensions of themselves, and as if they own them like a piece of property, narcissists feel entitled to their victims' belongings and their entire existence. Apologizing is unnecessary, according to them, because they have no value outside of what they can do for their perpetrator. In the narcissistic abuser's mind, victims have no right to an apology or to own their own individual feelings of pain they are experiencing. They are there entirely to serve. From what I have experienced, many narcissists actually do apologize, but doing so is usually to string along the relationship while using the partner as a narcissistic supply and further abusing them. Apologies are often mixed with some short-term behavioral changes that usually revert back to abusive behavior with time, rendering the apology entirely useless. Victims in this instance stay in the relationship with the hopes that they can reconcile and get back to a healthy playing field. This hope keeps them stuck since the apologies and reconciliation unfortunately rarely ever happen. Relationships without apologies and transparency are toxic and usually abusive. They are usually one-sided and rarely lead to fulfillment. Apologies are a part of relationships. They prove that both parties care to maintain the sanctity of the relationship and for the well-being of the partners. When mistakes are made, they are never on purpose. As humans, we all make mistakes and they are really nothing to be ashamed about. Rather, they are something to be learned from. The difference between healthy and toxic relationships is that a healthy relationship and healthy partners aim to own their own shortcomings and grow as individuals, not to deny them, project them onto each other, and play immature blame games. Partners understand that mistakes are made and hurts towards each other are going to happen. Apologies allow for trust to be rebuilt 
and the relationship to continue with newfound awareness and growth. They need empathy, understanding, compassion, and the ability to forgive each other while compassionately reflecting back towards each other what needs repair, healing, and corrected internally. Narcissistic perpetrators are not interested in any of these things. No interest in growth, long-term fulfillment, and happiness. It is just to take and satisfy short-term drives. If you find yourself in a relationship that you feel compelled to wait around for a partner to apologize and finally admit wrongdoings, it's important to identify if you are in fact engaged in a relationship with a narcissistic abuser. It is common for victims to develop a yearning for the day that their perpetrator comes around, admits their wrongdoings, and ultimately waiting around in the relationship until this happens. Many people struggle to move on even after a narcissistically abusive relationship ends with the hopes and the fantasy of their partner one day coming back around, apologizing for their wrongdoings, and closure finally gained. Please understand that these perpetrators cannot apologize. It's important to do the healing work and move on with your life and not wait around any longer. There is a future for you after narcissistic abuse. Do not let the narcissistic perpetrator steal any more time than they already have. I'd like to finish with an extremely applicable quote, this by Anonymous. It goes as follows. I never knew how strong I was until I had to forgive somebody who wasn't sorry and accept an apology I knew that I would never receive. If you are struggling to overcome narcissistic abuse, if you find yourself having a very difficult time moving on, yearning and hoping for the perpetrator to come back and apologize to make it right and ultimately to get back to the original love that existed in the beginning of the relationship, please understand that oftentimes this can take decades if it ever happens. You owe it to yourself to put yourself first, put your needs first, heal, become the most authentic, healthy self, and live the best life you can possibly live. If you are struggling and would like assistance in this process, please reach out for a free 15-minute consultation to discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. I can be reached by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone, 252-696-4852. Thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, you all the very best.